0: Hello, it's Pastor Malcolm here and welcome to our service for Sunday the 24th of October. Today we begin a new series called Tenants of the King. The title comes from the idea that God is the earth's landlord and we are only tenants in our lifetime on earth. So it is our responsibility to keep the earth in good condition, to care for it and to limit the damage that we do. You will know from watching TV or listening to the radio that there's going to be a huge international conference in Glasgow starting next week, when the hope is that each nation will make commitments to reduce climate change, which damages God's creation. We're going to be learning more about why we as Christians should be supporting this effort and how we can all play our part. But first some scripture from Isaiah. You will go out in joy and be led forth in peace, and the mountains and hills will burst into song before you, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Let's pray. Almighty God, your word speaks of creation celebrating with God's people when they worship you and when they serve you faithfully. We thank you, O Lord, for the gift of creation. And the wonderful way it provides for us. We praise you that you care for us so much that you do not leave us short of anything we need. And we confess, Lord, that we often fail you and forget you. We confess that we often fail to care for creation and we forget the consequences of our actions. How we take for granted your provision of water and food our wasteful ways and our disregard for the ways our actions impact on others. And so we pray, O Lord, forgive us. Help us become wise in our ways. Help us to bless our brothers and sisters around the world. Lord, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: As morning dawns and evening fades, you inspire songs of praise that rise from earth to touch your heart and glorify your name your name is a strong and mighty tower your name is a shelter
0: Our reading today is from Colossians chapter 1 and from verses 15 to 20. Colossians chapter 1 from verse 15 to 20. The Son, that is Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Amen. May God speak to us through his word. We're going to hear our Bible talk today, and it's from the Tenants of the King series, and it's going to be given by the Bishop of Kensington, Reverend Graham Tomlin.
2: It seems to me the reason why God created the world is as a reflection of his own glory. In other words, God desires to create something which is other than himself. Uh, the world is not an extension of God. It's not some sort of divine being. It's not some extension of divine life. But he creates something other than himself, which in some ways reflects his own glory. So that out of his love, he desires to create something which has its own existence. Uh, but for that, that to, uh, to exist, uh, it also needs to reflect God's own nature and so it's as if the world is created as a kind of mirror to reflect God's glory in a place where the creation can enjoy itself and can enjoy God. When you read a lot of the Psalms they often talk about how the fields and valleys shout for joy and that God enjoys the creation too. So that sense that God enjoys creation, creation enjoys God and creation enjoys itself. When we talk about creation, I think we're talking about uh, creation out of nothing. And that's the classic Christian view of creation. Then, in the beginning, there was only God, but that out of nothing, God creates something which is other than Himself. It's not an extension of God. It's not a divine thing. It's something other than God. But that's what we mean by creation. We're talking about something physical, something real, something other than God, but built for and built and created for. God's joy and our joy. Well, there are a number of passages in the New Testament that talk about um, Jesus Christ being in some ways the key to creation. You get it in John chapter 1, you get it in Colossians chapter 1 as well, uh, both of which speak about Jesus as being the, um, the one through whom and for whom all things were created. There's a word that's the Greek word that's used in Colossians, which is prototokos, which, if you like, is very similar to what we mean by prototype. That Christ is, in a way, the prototype of creation. That he is the one out of which all things were made. Everything, in a sense, is meant to have a kind of Christ like shape or maybe put it, using a different image, you think of a stick of rock, and there's lettering that runs right the way through the rock, so wherever you cut the rock, you see the lettering that's there. Every part of creation speaks of something of the character of God. So you look at a mountain, it tells you something about the steadfastness and the longevity and the faithfulness of God. You look at the sea, and the sea says something about the boundless uh, mercy of God, because it just goes on beyond the horizon. the Genesis story we get this picture of a you know this um, wild growth of creation Um, but the human calling is to some way bring order to that growth so it's not unruly it's not like a garden that just runs out of control the human beings are meant to be those who bring order and beauty to that creation there's a very interesting verse in Genesis chapter 2 verse 15 which talks about two roles for the human race within creation but we are to reflect God's image within the world and in his name both develop and care for the creation, not to allow our working of creation to end up destroying it at the same time. It seems to me that if we say that our purpose is to somehow escape from this world into some spiritual world, we're actually saying that the creation is not actually good. It's a sort of secondary thing, it's not very good. Whereas it seems to be the scriptures say, say to us again and again that creation is good. It's good that we have bodies. It's good that we are in a physical world. Yes, sometimes our bodies creak and they get older and then we struggle with them. But they're still good things. Now, Jesus, when he is resurrected, is not resurrected into some spiritual, sort of, you know, um, ethereal um, world. But he's given a resurrection body, an actual body that can be seen and touched and felt as Mary did in the garden. And that's our destiny that our frail bodies will be replaced, not by doing away with the body, but the transformation of the body into these new resurrection bodies within a renewed heaven and a renewed earth.
0: I think you'll agree with me that uh, as we're listening to graham tomlin there in his talk that it's awesome that we can find jesus in creation because we often think of jesus as being the author and creator of our salvation but to think that when we look around at god's provision we can see something of the work of christ in creation is simply amazing let's pray Almighty God, who has created this world, we thank you and praise you that you are still at work sustaining and preserving it for your glory and for our benefit. We pray we may see Jesus even more in creation and worship him through the beauty of what we see around us. We pray for the COP26 International Conference in Glasgow. We pray for wisdom and courage as they take steps to help care for creation, which is your gift to us. We pray that you would be glorified by our words and our actions. We pray for those who are most affected by climate change, particularly in poorer countries, those whose homes and livelihoods are destroyed by extreme weather patterns, whether too much rain and flooding Or storms, or or, um, too much sunshine, and not enough rain. May they be provided for as we share and work together across the nations to show love to one another and to glorify you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Gloria is going to sing again to close our service, but before she does, let's say the grace together the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Jesus, in your
1: name we pray. Come and fill our hearts today. Lord, give us strength to live for you. And glory. your name is a strong and mighty tower your name is a shelter like no other your name let the nation sing it louder cause nothing has the power to save but your name